friend, we need to talk. Inflation is predicted to be at an all-time high this year. And with that, we need to figure out if your money is being protected from inflation. Today, we're going to talk about five things that you can do to protect your money better so that when inflation rises, you are not heavily impacted. Hey there, and welcome to the Marshmallows and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife and mom of two, a personal finance educator, and a debt-free money-saving ninja. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford the life you want. So I'm breaking down dense money topics and translating them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab a coffee or beverage, and let's chat about money. Inflation happens to everyone. And if you're someone who likes to save their money in a regular savings account, you are not protecting your money. I know that many of us think that putting money in a savings account is a great strategy to keep it liquefied so when we need it, we have it available, but it also is more of a putting your money under the mattress strategy. You're not making enough money to actually beat inflation and what's happening is inflation is eating away at your money every single year. One of the best things that you can do for your money is to invest for the long term. I talk about this a lot. You need to be researching and looking for things like index funds, ETFs, mutual funds, and even some dividend stocks. Investing in the long term is going to help you beat inflation because the average rate of return is anywhere between 7 and 10%. And if you leave it in there for the long term, you are more likely to find success in those investments. Long term means 30, 40 years. If you can keep it in there longer, that's even better. But generally speaking, the longer that you keep your investments, the better. I don't talk about individual stocks a lot because they tend to be more risky. And investing in general is a risky business, but it's much riskier for you to be keeping all your money in a savings account that is not making you enough money to at least beat inflation so that your value is not going down. Number two, keep only the amount you need for emergencies in your regular savings account. I say this with love. If you are not keeping at least nine to 12 months in your emergency savings, then you are not fully financially prepared for when emergencies happen. I know that financial experts have been telling you to keep anywhere between three and six months into an emergency fund. But let me tell you, with this pandemic, with everything that's been going on, we can see and it's evident that we should be keeping much more of our living expenses for a longer term just to be safe. So I would say to keep at least nine to 12 months of your living expenses saved in a regular savings account that's liquid so that you can access it at any point. Anything after that needs to be invested and you should be doing both simultaneously. So you should be building your emergency fund while you're building your investment portfolio as well. Both of those are going to help you when you need them most. Number three, readjust your budget so that it reflects the higher prices of consumable goods. Prices are going higher and higher month by month. Your grocery prices have increased. Your gas prices have likely increased. Everything around us is increasing in price. Therefore, we need to start adjusting our budget. Remember I talked to you a few episodes back and I talked to you about how we moved from a condo in a different area to a house in a completely new area and the difference in my grocery budget was drastic and I thought it was me who was failing my grocery budget when in reality all I needed to do 
was pay attention to the fact that I was in a new area that had new prices. And because of that, I needed to adjust my budget. You need to do the same thing when it comes to inflation. And you need to do the same thing when you start to see that your prices in the grocery stores and in everywhere you shop are getting higher. If they are increasing, you must increase your budget to reflect those changes. If you're not increasing your budget to go with the changes of the world, then it is going to be really hard for your budget to stand a chance. Look, your budget needs to reflect your season of life. It also needs to reflect the prices of the current market. And if you're not reflecting your budget correctly, then your budget will utterly fail and you'll feel like a failure. But it's not your fault. It's because you didn't adjust your budget to include those things. And you may be thinking, well, Gina, I've already put all of my money and I'm directing all my money to the right place right now. If I adjust my budget, so many things are going to have to change. Yes, that is true. You will have to change the categories. There may be some things you actually have to leave out of your budget. Choose the things that work for your lifestyle. But ultimately, yes, your budget categories are going to change, but they have to reflect the things that, again, bring value to your life. So when you're adjusting your budget, when you're creating and taking away categories, look at the things that bring the most functionality and value and joy to your life and keep those things in. And if that means that you need to increase your income, then we can talk about that and we can figure out ways for you to increase your income. And there are going to be episodes in this show that will help teach you how to increase your income by way of asking for a raise, by getting a side hustle, by other avenues so that you don't feel like you're deprived. Cool? Cool. Number four, reprioritize what you're paying for so you can save more and invest more. Just like we were talking about updating your budget categories, start looking back at the priorities that you currently have in your budget now and figure out if those priorities are still serving you. If they are serving you, great, keep them going. If they're not, then maybe eliminating them is a great idea and then using that money to invest more money. The more that you invest and build your wealth, the more that you are financially secure and stable to withstand things like inflation. Inflation is the number one killer of our money value. So the more that we can protect ourselves from that, the better off we are and the more that we can start building generational wealth and having our kids be financially secure as well. Number five, it's going to be more important to practice frugality right now. Being intentional with your spending is the difference between paying higher prices for everything and picking and choosing what deserves your money. I'm going to be candid with you. Frugality is a big deal. It is hard to practice sometimes, but I will tell you this. It is the most rewarding practice I think I've ever implemented into my life. The reason is because now I am much more intentional with how I spend my money. I look at the value of the things that I purchase and the value of the services that I join. And if it doesn't serve me, I am brutal with cutting it out. I will take something out if I haven't used it in a month or two. And that means cable, gym memberships, to purchasing my own books, and going to the library and waiting and putting things on hold. Look, you gotta do what works best for you, but you also have to do what serves you best, okay? So that means that 
if you need to start practicing frugality, know that it is a mental exercise. It takes discipline. It takes commitment. It takes saying no to a lot of things that you might have said yes to before, but it also means that you are rewarded by having more money that you can direct toward investing, more money that you could direct toward paying off debt, and you get to live life more on your terms. Being more mindful means you're more in control and frugality gives you that it gives you the permission to say no to things that no longer serve you or don't serve you as well as other things that you'd rather put in your budget number five is to practice frugality but remember that frugality takes time to practice it is life-changing and it does change your money in such a drastic way that i urge you to try it even if that means you take small steps. And if you need help with that, we have a ton of resources. Click on the link in the show notes or go to ginazachariah.com slash resources to help you on your financial journey so that you can have the peace of mind knowing that you have financial security. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me a message on Instagram at savingwiz and tell me how you're going to better protect your money from inflation. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours. So make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.